Hey, this is Chris from Hacker Philosophy Weekly, and I'm going to try something a little new for me, but uh, not so new for the internet. I'm going to try a reaction video. Well, more of a like a review reaction or a video. Um, so, like, I've talked about the Seneca letters quite a bit. I mean, it's even in the website, cyberseneca.com. But, you know, I've talked about how much they've influenced me, but I'm not entirely sure that people have actually, like, read them or what I haven't talked about what specifically they've influenced in me. So I have uh, found this awesome content creator on YouTube. His name is Vox Stoica. He has read and recorded all of the Seneca letters. So I'll be listening to his videos and you can find a link for this specific video for Vox Stoica in the description. And I'll be kind of giving my thoughts on you know, how it's affected me um, and hopefully people can draw their own conclusions uh, from, from, the, from the video. All right, so letter one is called On Saving Time. Take it away, Vox. On Saving Time. Greetings from Seneca to his friend Lucidius. This is uh, interesting because I actually have the video turned up to 1.25 speed, um, and the letter is about On Saving Time, so there, it kind of nailed me. Um, and these letters are always about um, Seneca sending these letters to his friend, and he's just kind of talking to himself, but also trying to help his friend at the same time. Continue to act thus, my dear Licinius. Set yourself free for your own sake. Gather and save your time, which till lately has been forced from you, or filtered away, or has merely slipped from your hands. So to me, when I hear these, what he's saying to Lucilius right now is, take control of your own time, which is something I try to talk to my team about quite a bit and the people I work with is take control of your own time and don't let other people, like, cause it will slip from your own hand, right? Like he says, um, that's gonna happen anyway. So if you let other people take it, it's gonna accelerate the pace in which that happens. Make yourself believe the truth of my words, that certain moments are torn from us, that some are gently removed and that others glide beyond our reach. Yeah, I am uh, actually wasn't, I hadn't pre-read the letter, but uh, that's exactly what I think he's talking about is um, you're going to lose time anyway, and some people, a lot of people will take your time from you, so get a hold of it. The most disgraceful kind of loss, however, is that due to carelessness. Furthermore, if you will pay close heed to the problem, you will find that the largest portion of our life passes while we are doing ill, a goodly share while we are doing nothing, and the whole full while we are doing that which is not to the purpose. Okay, let me, let me listen to that part again, because that was interesting. The largest portion of our life passes while we are doing ill, a goodly share while we are doing nothing, and the whole while we are doing that which is not to the purpose. All right, so pretty easily, I think what he's talking about is we waste a lot of time. Um, we do things that we spend a lot of our time, the majority of our time, just doing stuff that doesn't necessarily mean it's worth doing. Um, it could be things for other people. It could be things for ourselves. You know, I do enjoy playing video games, but that doesn't mean that, that that's a valuable use of my time. It could be a valuable use of my time if I'm very stressed. And that is how I am relaxing. But to spend my time doing those things, it's just slipping from my, from my fingers. What man can you show me who places any value on his time, 
who reckons the worth of each day, who understands that he is dying daily. For we are mistaken when we look forward to death. The major portion of death has already passed. Whatever years be behind us are in death's hands. So a common theme of Stoicism really talks about embracing uh, your death, right? Not, and it's not so much of a defeatist, oh, woe is me, we're going to die. It's a, I will die at some point. I know that. There's no escape from it. Let me live my life the best that I possibly can with the time that I have left, which Seneca does talk about to Achilles, which is don't spend your, don't waste your time because number one, you'll never get it back. Uh, and number two, um, you'll never get it back. Like it's just, it's gone. Um, and, and then, and then he goes on to talk more about death and how we have died more times in the past than what is in the future. Cause we will, technically only die once, but the time that has been taken from us is forever gone, and each day is forever gone. So how many of those days are behind us versus the one that is in front of us in which we will truly pass on? Therefore, Lucidius, do as you write me that you are doing. Hold every hour in your grasp. Lay hold of today's task and you will not need to depend so much upon tomorrow's. While we are postponing, life speeds by. So really, he's talking about living in the moment. Uh, and if you think about, you know, there's some pretty corny lines from Star Wars where they talk about, oh, he's, stay, in the, stay in the moment, use the living force, the, the force that's now. Um, I feel like those concepts derive a lot from things like stoicism, which is talking about living in the moment. It's okay to think about the future, those things truly haven't happened. They just exist in my mind right now. If I think about tomorrow, that hasn't happened. It only exists in my head. If I worry about things that will happen in tomorrow, I'm worrying myself now for things that may not ever happen, that only exist in my head. So while I'm struggling with those things, I, that time is forever slipping through my hand. And I'll never get that back. Nothing, Lucidius, is ours, except time. We were entrusted by nature with the ownership of this single thing, so fleeting and slippery, that anyone who will can oust us from possession. What fools these mortals be? He's continuing to talk about how people will steal your time. Um, there's an article that I sent out to pretty much anybody that I care about. It's called the Eisenhower Urgency, Urgent and uh, Important and Urgent Principles. Um, it's an article that I, President Eisenhower wrote that talked about how to prevent people from stealing your time. Because they asked him, how were, you, how were you so successful? You did all these things. And he was like, well, I didn't waste my time on people that couldn't help me. Uh, I knew what it is that I wanted to do. And I found people that would help me accomplish those goals. And Seneca talks about something similar in this letter. They allow the cheapest and most useless things, which can easily be replaced, to be charged in the reckoning after they have acquired them. But they never regard themselves as in debt when they have received some of that precious commodity, time. And yet time is the one loan which even a grateful recipient cannot repay. Yeah, just continuing to talk more about how valuable time is. It's one of the things I try to tell my peers, you know, people on my team, all that. It's just like time is legitimately like your most valuable resource. You cannot replace it. And any time that somebody steals that from you, 
they get your time and you will never get a chance to replace it. So staying in the moment and enjoying the time as it's being spent, that's truly like the core of this particular letter. It's you're here now, enjoy it, because if you don't, it won't come again. Don't worry about things that have not happened either in the future or the past. And that won't sour the time that you're experiencing right at this moment. Okay, let's keep going. You may desire to know how I, who preach to you so freely, am practicing. I confess frankly my expense account balances, as you would expect from one who is free-handed but careful. I cannot boast that I waste nothing, but I can at least tell you what I am wasting, and the cause and See, that's another thing I like about Stoicism is Seneca doesn't claim to be perfect, right? Like, there's a difference between, you know, like Stoic, like, I'm not going to show any emotion, and then Stoicism, which is the philosophy and really just a lot of cognitive behavioral therapy. Uh, but he's, he's, he's going on and he's talking about how, like, <laughs> actually, I forgot what he was saying because I was getting off on a tangent. I can give you, hold on. Oh, yeah, exactly. I remember now. So he's, He's talking about how he's not perfect, right? Like he is not claiming that he doesn't waste time, but he understands why he wastes time and he doesn't punish himself for wasting time. He understands it. It's part of the human condition. He strives to do better, but he doesn't punish himself for not doing as good as he thinks he should do. He takes it in stride. He tries to make it better next time. I want to try to make it better next time. Um, and just these slow and, and steady courses of like, I understand my mistake. I'll make it better next time. Those are how people move forward in their life and how they grow. They don't focus on the failures. They focus on the lessons from the failures and how am I going to make that better the next time? While also living in the moment. <laughs> so it's a, it's a little bit interesting. And, um, you know, just to show that I practice what I preach, like I'm not going to edit that out of the video that I just forgot what I was saying in the middle of, uh, of talking, right? Like it, it happens. Like I'm, I don't have a script in front of me. I'm, I'm doing it live. And, uh, you know, it's not, a, it's not a mistake that I'm, I can't live through. Okay the reasons why I am a poor man. My situation, however, is the same as that of many who are reduced to slender means through no fault of their own. Everyone forgives them, but no one comes to their rescue. What is the state of things, then? It is this. I do not regard a man as poor, if the little which remains is enough for him. I advise you, however. So Seneca and Stoicism in general, they, they really talk about that last quote there that um, Stock, Box Stoica put up, which is, I do not regard a, regard a man as poor, if the little which remains is enough for him. Talking about not living beyond your means, right? And not striving for things that you think will make you happy, but just understanding what it is you, that you truly need as a person to be complete with yourself and just making sure that you have that. Um, you know, somebody, and, and we've all heard stories about, you know, the people that get rich and they go out and they buy all kinds of stuff and they're just not happy. But then you go find somebody that doesn't have any material wealth or, you know, they live in squalor or something. 
um, but they're just very happy with their life, and it just kind of blows people's minds. Like, how can this person be content with their life? Well, it's it's because they're living in accordance with who they are. They know what they need. They have not. They don't spend their most precious resource on things that are frivolous, which is time. You know, they they spend it in the now. They enjoy life. However, to keep what is really yours, and you cannot begin too early. For, as our ancestors believed, it is too late to spare when you reach the dregs of the cask. Of that which remains at the bottom, the amount is slight, and the quality vile. So he's talking about, um, Seneca's talking about how, like, if you, if you wait till the very end of your life to try to do all these important things, that, that time that you have left is not the most quality, right? So by postponing those things, those growth steps that you would try, that you would want for yourself until tomorrow, oh, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll be better tomorrow, and that just keeps happening over and over and over. Um, that time that you have left, you may not be able to accomplish those things that you think that you need to have a well-structured life, um, to be happy and living in accordance with what you think you need. You know, just the wisdom and, and temper and, like, fortitude and just being present where you are. And, um, yeah, I talked a little bit about the Eisenhower principle, and uh, I'll, I'll put a link to that in the video description, but it's, I have sent that stuff out to my team multiple times because it have how much that time-saving philosophy has helped me with my stress. And uh, it's not even really stoic, but it, they, they do kind of go back and forth, and it's, your time is valuable. And I tell this to everyone that I, that I get into philosophical talks with. Your time is valuable. You'll never get it back. Don't let people steal it from you. And the way that you can do that is understand what it is you are meant to do. What are my goals? And how am I going to accomplish those? This is how I'm going to spend my time. And I'm going to do those things. And here comes somebody else that wants to take my time to accomplish their goals. Well, then you have to really figure out, you know, is it worth it to help somebody or are they just trying to utilize my resource to help their goals? So you kind of go back and forth, but um, so that was letter one uh, on saving time. I'll put links to Vox Stoica in here. And uh, thank you for, for listening. Some of these get a little long, so this one was short. So, uh, I will try to be short as well. Thank you.